Chris's adventure to mostly vegetarianism and coding for our Earth started with Ferngully. This is a hybrid, just-act inner adventure experience and small-scale life story narrated by Becca. Chris Ross is a formally trained exercise physiologist, amateur musician, scientifically-minded human, former international male model, and someone currently working for a huge tech company developing wearables. And this is his story. Chris is already taking small steps to build a better future. In terms of what I already do for the Earth, I walk to places when I need to buy things, I drive a hybrid vehicle, and my next car will be electric. When I changed jobs over a year ago, I moved to be closer to work and to family. I make sure to recycle, and I prepare my recycling in the proper way for processing as well. I'm also primarily vegetarian, which has been a big adjustment for me. I'm an active guy, and I eat a lot of meals, and most of those meals used to contain meat. To wean myself off of meat, I took the concept of meatless Mondays, where you take Monday off of eating meat, and I inverted it. I thought to myself, if meatless Mondays could have a big positive impact, then only eating meat one day per week would have an even bigger impact. I gave myself two cheat meals per week where I allow myself to eat animal protein, and now I really appreciate the sacrifice much more than I once did. Finally, my academic and professional career is dedicated to helping people connect with their bodies and get healthier through fitness. I move people from being just floating heads with external sources of happiness to those who feel an embodied sense of happiness. And I work in tech developing wearables that educate people about fitness. I research tools that will help people stave off chronic illness, leading to reduced stress on the medical system and reduced need to produce health-related technologies. Chris's journey started with a passionate second grade teacher and continued out of respect for all life on earth. I'm interested in healing the earth because I watched Ferngully as a kid. There were some great songs in it. In all seriousness, I actually had a really influential teacher in second grade. We did watch Ferngully and she also had us engage with nature where she had us do activities like drawing animals from the rainforest. Learning from her was a great experience and I'll never forget her. In my current life, I feel that every living thing on this planet deserves its life and its own experience. I don't feel like any beings are above any others. I feel like all beings deserve to be protected and spoken for, whether that being is a tree or a spider. Right now, I also feel like humanity is a bunch of collective children, trashing where we live like we're renting the place and not taking any responsibility for our actions. I really feel like we have to take responsibility for our actions, that it's time to grow up, and that it's time to follow a combination of scientific and spiritual teachings to get there. Breaking from the narrative of traditional masculinity has been one of Chris's main struggles in earth healing. My main challenge in this journey so far was when I decided to become primarily vegetarian. And the struggle had nothing to do with giving up meat, actually. There's this big narrative in American culture around masculinity and what that means. We're really trained here to think that masculinity has to do with being a meat eater and being strong and that eating meat is what makes you strong. As someone who works in exercise physiology and who has studied the objective relationship between nutrition and athleticism, I know that's not true. There are many ways to cultivate physical strength without animal protein. Peers and dates alike judged Chris for making the choice to reduce his meat intake. Even though I understand the science, how my peers viewed my masculinity when I was making this transition made me feel, feel pretty insecure for a while. 
I remember dating during this transition and my masculinity was outright questioned by some women. Here I am doing Muay Thai, working out regularly, and these women discounted my masculinity because I was like, I don't want to eat a burger. I also had a casual-ish relationship with a woman, and when she found out I had become vegetarian, she couldn't understand it and was completely turned off. Over time, Chris found confidence in self-acceptance and higher quality connection in others' acceptance. As a science-minded person, I'm all about testing what we hold to be true by throwing things against our belief that could disprove them. The concept of masculinity is so brittle that when I threw vegetarianism against it, the whole thing collapsed like a house of cards. It pushed me to, to define my masculinity internally. Although the process of redefinition was really hard and took some time, I eventually stood up, looked at myself and said, I'm still strong and athletic and I feel the same. The only difference is that I'm making an ethical choice for other people and for other species. Masculinity became about getting up and working out, showing up for the people in my life and being a good person, not about picking up a burger. The interesting thing is that as my idealization of masculinity shifted, I also realized my increased sense of self-value wasn't about gender at all. It was just about being a good person. On top of this benefit to my sense of self, I came to find that choosing a vegetarian diet became a greater filter for quality when I was dating. Whether the women I was dating were vegetarians or not, I came to find that those who were more receptive tended to be interested in me as an individual person, instead of seeing me as a puzzle piece to fit into a preset picture of what they were looking for. The women were better partners and the connections were much deeper. Chris enjoys how his vegetarianism creates cognitive dissonance in others and reduces cognitive dissonance in himself. Something I really enjoy about being primarily vegetarian is breaking people's stereotypes about who vegetarians are and what they look like. I'm super fit and really athletic, and I enjoy seeing the look of shock on people's faces when I tell them I don't eat meat. It's fun. On a deeper level, the joy of being vegetarian is that I feel good about what I'm doing. I'm really taking control of my life and saying, I'm going to dedicate a part of my daily life and many of my daily choices to the greater good. I'm gonna practice what I preach. It feels good to do that each day, and it has the benefit of quieting my own cognitive dissonance. When watching nature documentaries, I remember thinking how beautiful other species were and having this drive to wanna to support and help nature. When I was eating meat, I used to feel really bad thinking about how many species died for my diet. Now that I'm a vegetarian, this dissonance is gone and it feels amazing to be rid of it. Already started on his earth healing journey, Chris didn't have a clear next step, but did have a pretty clear vision of his beautiful future life. When I think about my best possible life five years in the future, I'm living in Spain in a villa next to the ocean with a long-term partner, and my family is near nearby enough to stay connected. I'm the director of research and development for a company who has developed a world-changing wearable that bridges the gap between health and our earth by combining strategies from science and spirituality by making impact visible. Although I'm deeply dedicated to my work, my wife and I take adventures through the culinary life of the city and also adventure in nature. I've continued to develop my passion for music, and I'm a part of the art community wherever I live. I still struggle with taking risks in my career, being an adult learner, and making my music not suck, but when people see the life I'm living, they can see it's a full life where I'm following my passions. 
from there, Chris did the work of figuring out his very next step in moving toward the beautiful, in moving toward that beautiful future life, while also moving toward a better future for our Earth. After going through and figuring out what I'm doing now that's actually moving me toward that future, and then also looking at what's standing in my way, the thing that really caught my attention is the lack of time and effort I put into developing the skills I need for my dream career. I want to learn coding and data science, and when I started to think about how to do that in a way that's also good for our Earth, at first it was really hard. I was like, I can motivate myself to study by making a donation to an environmental organization every time I don't study. And then I was like, no, I don't want to heal the Earth. I don't want healing the Earth to be a punishment for not doing what I should do. And I don't want the Earth not to be helped when I succeed. Then I went through a process of thinking about how to learn coding and identified that I could do an accelerator boot camp or free or paid coursework or even just learn on the job. But that didn't really get me anywhere in terms of figuring out how to help the earth while I learn. After getting lost there for a bit, I remembered that I had a friend who went into coding, started working for companies who didn't do the right thing for the environment, and then ended up shifting his whole career toward coding for the greater good of our planet. I decided I could get started down this path by figuring out how coding and data science is already being used to help the earth. Chris finally hit on real motivation to do something he already knew he needed to do. It feels really good to know where I'm headed next. I feel like this process helped me to hit something that I already kind of knew but hadn't been able to articulate at this level of clarity. One of the reasons I wasn't dedicating a lot of time and effort to my career was because I didn't have a focus on where I wanted to go with it. I knew I should be learning these skills and I knew I could learn these skills, but I didn't have focus. Now I have this dream to work toward and it's motivating. It makes me feel like I know what I want to do and why I want to do it. Reflecting on his past successes, Chris really feels like he can do this. As I look forward to taking this path, one of the biggest things I need to do to remind myself is that I've achieved lots of dreams I've had in the past. When I dreamed of being an international model, I went out and did it. When I dreamed of working in wearable technology, working on cutting edge science and working in health, a lot of people were skeptical because we didn't have this kind of tech at the time. And maybe it's because I really like sci-fi, but when I was in graduate school, I just had a feeling this kind of technology would exist. I've always felt that if I want to do something, I don't have any barriers other than myself, and that this level of hubris has always helped me out. When others are shouting that it's impossible, I just have this level of like, I can fucking do this. That little bit of pretension, some hubris, and hard work has gotten me a long way. Thank you, Chris. I just want to thank you for supporting Limitless from the very beginning and supporting me in my journey toward my dream future. I want to thank you for going so deep into this process with me and for sticking with the questions, even when things weren't easy. I want to thank you for all of the things that you're already doing for our earth and for improving people's lives. And I can't wait to see where this journey leads you. It's so exciting. Becca's epilogue. So this is one of our first hybrid stories. Usually when I do a Just Act inner adventure, it's someone who's really new to earth healing and isn't doing a whole lot already. Um, when I do a small scale life story, usually it's someone who's like so deep into their journey, like they're very clear on what they want to do to build a better future. And so this is a really cool experience because Chris is kind of in that middle stage. Like he's not new to earth healing. He's really thinking critically and taking action. Um, but this kind of also helped him to 
to take that next step and to really fit that next step into the big context of everything that he was doing. So it was really cool to do this. If you just listen to this and you're like, I want to do Just Act. Like, I don't know what you took him through to get him there, to get him to that level of clarity, but I'm in. I want, I want to do this. I want in on this. Um, there are two ways that you can figure out if Just Act is for you. One way is to go to uh, Limitless. You go to our website. It's limitless.eco and you go to um, the Just Act page. So that's limitless.eco slash Just Act. Uh, that's limitless.eco. I just said limitless.eco like a thousand times, but I'm going to do it one more time. Limitless.eco slash J-U-S-T dash A-C-T. So you go there and you can read all about it. You just click take the adventure. It'll tell you all about how to do it. And then uh, you can also just email me directly, Becca at Limitless.eco. That's B-E-C-C-A at Limitless.eco. You can just send me an email and say you're interested in Just Act, and I'd be happy to set up a time to talk to you about it or just to do it with you if you want to jump right in. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I hope that this inspires you to help you see that like it doesn't take a superhero to help build a better future. It just takes a person willing to take action. Much love.